Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. The long-awaited arrival of this week's The Approach Shot podcast is here. I'm John Ashton. He's Neil Michaels. Uh, this this is well into our second year, and yeah. we appreciate you coming around uh, repeatedly. What we've done last week and what we're doing this week, because we're probably too drunk to actually spend an entire show, is that we've been putting together uh, some of the better, uh, more entertaining um, six-packs. Yes. Which are it's- a group of six questions that Neil works weeks developing or minutes maybe hours i'm not sure i think there's some kind of irony in you saying that we're too drunk to do this and then we're presenting six packs (laughs) (laughs) well you can see what our new year's resolution wasn't (laughs) (laughs) we have um enjoyed so much talking with our semis celebrities and celebrities and and what is it you called them the famous the not so famous famous and the infamous yes we have we have so enjoyed interviewing folks over the last year or so. And when we do this six pack, we try to, to change up the questions a little bit. And, and you can tell the longer we did this, the, the weirder the questions became. <laughs> what we absolutely love is everybody that we talk to has done some other podcast, some other show someplace. They've been interviewed a hundred million times. Mm-hmm. And so what's great about the six pack is we'll ask a question like, hey, the approach shot genie just came out of his bottle. And what would you do in this situation? They don't get asked that on ESPN. No. <laughs> they don't get asked that on, on some of the other shows. Chris Mascara might ask that show on, on you know, next on the T only because he's heard us now and he's- yeah. And you know him. He doesn't, he's never done anything original. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and frankly, I'm so jealous of his guest list, you know, but that, that's a whole nother, you know, therapy session. Uh, but it's so great to, to just, that's the point where the people we talk to, you really get a sense of, oh my gosh, I have to actually be myself here for a minute and answer this question. It's not that prepared answer that they've answered 50 times. Right. So because of that, we've decided to play for you some of our favorite six packs over the first year. And then next week we'll be getting back to uh, original. And we are the approach shot and we are back. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Joe Griner is uh, our guest. Max home is caddy. 
caddy par excellence, but no more cat questions in the six. No pack. more cat questions. Oh, that was it. Just that. that thank was, you. That I, pre- I appreciate that. I'll bet you that's enough for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> the next interview you do, if, if somebody brings it up, just be like, been there, done that. <laughs> we do have a six pack of questions for Joe, and we are sponsored again by Arnold Palmer Spike to find a retailer that sells this magic liquid near you. If you haven't had an Arnold Palmer spiked, what's wrong with you? This stuff is awesome. It's an Arnold Palmer spiked, hence the name. (laughs) Go to arnoldpalmerspike.com slash approach. That way we get credit for it and they spend money with us. See how that works? Yes. Perfect. Six pack. Question number one. Max won the Genesis Invitational at Riviera earlier this year, which we've talked about. To celebrate, Joe, the genie comes down and you get to pick anywhere to play for fun that's your reward where would it be that's a great great question do i pick a place i've played or not played this is why we get paid the big arnold palmer money man that is such a good question (laughs) i'm gonna go st andrews on boom that's what i was gonna say you were gonna say awesome and and i'm gonna say the weather needs to be somewhat reasonable i don't need it perfect but i don't want it raining i don't want it raining sideways and blowing 30 so (laughs) gray and a little drizzle you can handle yeah no doubt (laughs) question two and we kind of went over this at the pga championship max had bones on the bag because you qualified for the u.s amateur fall four ball for those who don't know and have been living under a rock their entire lives, Bone was Phil Mickelson's caddy for over 25 years. So knowing you always want Max to succeed on a scale of one to 10 and be honest, how much did you hope that Bone stunk up the joint that week? Uh, probably, to be honest with you, probably a one because I was hoping Max would gain a little knowledge from a different perspective and there's no better person to get that from than Bones. So I was really hoping Max would get four rounds with somebody who's been there and done that for 25 years at the highest level. So I was really hoping they would have a good week, and um, unfortunately they didn't, but I know they had a lot of fun. Excellent. Good answer. You are a friend. Question three. Max is considered one of the most stylish players on tour, and you, sir, are sporting that beard, which is manly as hell. Which golfers on tour desperately need that beard? Man, which golfers need that beard? Well, there's basically there's guys that can't grow a beard. So that's like where my mind goes to. You know, Ricky Fowler can't grow a beard. Justin Thomas can't grow a beard. They try. (laughs) They could grow a mustache. That's about it. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Justin Thomas wishes he had a beard like this. There you go. That should have. That was a better question, actually. Who wished they had a beard like that? <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay. Question four. Cats or three-putting on 18? Which give you worse nightmares? Am I three-putting or is Max three-putting? No, you are. Man, I hate three-putting. <laughs> three-putting on 18. I, I, I think way too much about my golf, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Question five, and we kind of went over this. You have the course record at Vista Valencia Country Club. Let's call it what it is so that people can call over there or go visit and see your trophy at the club's par three course. What was your score? And again, how often do you bring it up? 
I shot 19. I shot eight under par on a par 27. And I bring it up maybe, maybe once a year. Max is actually way too kind and he'll bring it up more than me. He'll tell someone about it, but I don't bring it up very often because I know I carry Max's bag and that's my job. And I don't need to tell him how I was really good at this game back in the day. <laughs> right. And besides he has Bones' phone number. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Can we back up a little bit? You shot a what? You shot a shot- 19? 19. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the only thing I tell Max is, you know, there's no one that deserves that course record more than me because I guarantee you no one has played that golf course more than me. Probably 10 years old till I was 25, 15 years. There's no chance anyone has played that golf course as much as me. So I deserve that record. And when I, when I made the putt on the last hole, it was like a five footer. I mean, I fist pumped like I won the Genesis Invitational. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> question 5b then have you ever had a hole in one i had a hole in one during that round there you go i was i was doing the math i'm like that's either a a lot of birdies or there's an ace in there somewhere yeah, yeah I, Which I actually i number seven it's like the famous hole on this part three course when we were younger there there's water there's a big old lake in front so when you're younger you had to hit a five iron a seven iron over the water and it was you know a hard shot but luckily you know, I hit a pitching wedge and it flew right in the hole. Beautiful. All right. Question six. And this is the, the serious one that we ask everybody who comes on. Since we are the approach shot in your approach to life and or golf, what's the one rule you live by? Man, great question. <sighs> Man, I'm, I mean, I like to say I'm pretty optimistic. I'm pretty positive. Man, what do I live by? Man, that is deep. I'd have to think about that one. Are you supposed to stump your guess? Um, only if we know that that it gives us more time to mention Arnold Palmer uh, spiked. <laughs> Get it at store near you. ArnoldPalmerSpike.com slash approach. Did that help? With, me? with two Ps. <laughs> <laughs> that I give mean, you the time you needed? No? Man, you guys are you guys have way too much fun on this show. We do. We warned you. <laughs> yeah, you did. Let's let's go with um, I I would think knowing you as well as we do with the, you know the thirty minutes that we have now known you probably your approach to life is um, give more than you take because clearly you do that with Max. That's a that's a great great one and I was thinking of a quote that you know I always think about and that's that's good enough for me. I like that. I'll for I'll forever remember that because in case someone ever asked me that question, I'll be ready for it. <laughs> there you go. And and actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do you one better. An old client of mine once said something I'll never forget because it's so applicable in so many areas of life. Never let great be the enemy of good. Nice. That's a good way to finish eighth in a tournament. <laughs> nice. Okay, so maybe it's not the greatest thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you are off the hot seat. Thank you for playing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Joe Greiner, I am glad you had fun. At least I hope you had fun and just not thought we were having fun at your expense. We No, you guys are a good time. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. And where can we find you on, on the internet and places like that if people want to follow you a little bit more? The, the only social media I currently use is Instagram. Uh, my handle is grinddiggity. Spell it so people can write it down. G-R-E-I-N-D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. Two Gs. Two Diggity. 
Thanks so much for being with us, Joe. It's a pleasure having you on. I told you when we talked to you at the beginning, we were going to have some fun. It sounds like you did. Yeah, I definitely did. I really appreciate it, guys. Um, you know, it's always nice to have kind of a personal affinity so you can like root, you know? Yeah, we'll yeah. be rooting for you for sure. Yeah. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for spending time with us here on the Approach Shot. And now it's time for Golf is a Funny Game. <laughs> Back to your hosts, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. Well, once again, that was over the top, don't you think? And this segment is sponsored by DraftKings, America's premier sportsbook app. Today, John. Yes, sir. We have, he's kind of like your twin brother. He's a John. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's been in Louisville. Uh-huh. He actually sometimes calls it Louisville. He does say Louisville correctly. Uh-huh. He does. <laughs> and he's funny as as all hell. You know, and the best part about this man is he used to listen to me on the radio when he was in town. That is the most he's, questionable part about this man. He's a man of impeccable taste, you can tell. <laughs> Big John Richardson's with us today. How you doing, Big John? I am doing great. And I did listen to him because easy listening music is a lot of 70s music, and that's my jam. There you go. I don't really get into the hip-hop groove as much as I should. I like the 70s. Mm-hmm. Some Temptations. Some earth, wind, and fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most people say I listen to him because that woman who was on the air with him was funny. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but oh, man, my favorite album is Jim Croce's Greatest Hits. Well, there you there go. You go. Right. right there. You're from Louisville. Originally, I'm from Clarksville, Tennessee. I just lived in Louisville for 20-something years. Mm-hmm. See, there's Louisville, the Ohio River, and southern Indiana. Mm-hmm. All right. And they call that whole area Kentuckiana. I just don't get that. <laughs> I just I just don't because I grew up in Clarksville, Tennessee, which is right next to the Kentucky state line. And nobody ever called it Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> There's a disc jockey here in town, um, Gary Burbank. And when the TV station that coined the phrase Kentuckiana. He didn't want to use it because it was somebody else's signal. that. So he used to call it Indiucky. <laughs> that is awesome. That is just awesome. There's definitely something about the South, isn't there? I lived in Georgia for, for 10 years myself, and there's definitely something about the South. The problem with the South is when people, non-Southerners, move to the South and think they're so much smarter than Southerners. I dated a girl in Clarksville, Tennessee from Maryland who told me at the time I was living in Louisville, I said it, I live in Louisville and I always pronounced it Louisville because when I lived in Kentucky, that's how they pronounced Louisville on basketball games, mm-hmm. the Louisville Cardinals. <laughs> it wasn't until I moved to Louisville that I learned how Louisville, Louisvillians. <laughs> that's right. It's Louisville. <laughs> you got to swallow in the middle of it. <laughs> This girl said, it's Louisville. I said, no, it's Louisville. She said, no, it's Louis, like St. Louis. I said, no, it's Louis, Louisville, like King Louis, the city was named after. So then this girl said to me, I went to the post office and asked the guy at the post office. And this when I knew I was truly dating a dumb woman. <laughs> 
She said, I talked to the guy at the post office and the post office is the government and the government is always right. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's dumb. <laughs> God sent me a sign that I was not supposed to be with her. In 1996, when the PGA championship came to Louisville, mm-hmm. I was working in a gift shop. And if you ever want to be intimidated, go work in the gift shop of a PGA event. Them people come through and they just throw cash around. It just doesn't make sense. (laughs) I overheard a father say to his two kids, come on, guys, you can't buy everything. I only brought $1,000 today. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have money, it's very intimidating to be in that gift shop. Because <laughs> they throw money around, and this it was credit cards and cash, and they were just throwing it around. Yep. Thro- things was, I mean, there were things that were selling out. How many people need golf balls at a golf event? Selling out. <laughs> yep. Chairs, hats. The land of the fifty dollar hat. There's a lot of money to be made at those PGA events. Mm-hmm. There was somebody's farm a couple miles away. You couldn't even go to the PGA. You went deep into the woods to somebody's farm, parked on farmland, and then you got on a bus, and they bust you into the PGA event. Holy cow. You got to take a Greyhound to get to the... <laughs> they were those big buses, too, man. Miller Transportation, the big buses. It the big every... ones yeah. with, with the TVs in them and everything. Yeah. yeah. I got on. I was like, hold, wait, 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 wait. Tell the truth right now. You're not taking me to the PGA. This is like one of them Twilight Zone things, isn't it? <laughs> Y'all are about to take me someplace I really don't want to be. That's why you try to make me feel good on this bus. <laughs> Personally, I like to walk into a room where they don't like me and make them laugh. If you're from Louisville, you can imagine how I felt walking into a bar in Palmyra, Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I made them laugh. At one point during my set, one of those good old boys looked over at his friends and said, this guy's pretty good. I thought I hit a home run. I was about to stop right then and there. Right right then and there. Nothing better. Nothing better. A 6'3 black guy with dreadlocks, pre-pandemic, walks into a store. You either think he's there to steal something because he's on drugs, or he's just there to steal something, but it's not good for you. Post-pandemic, I put a mask on. Everybody's happy to see me. (laughs) (laughs) I just just don't get it. If that's all it took, <laughs> I would invent a time machine and go back and tell Martin Luther King, just put a mask on. John, appreciate it, man. And like Beautiful. I said, Good do stuff. not ever come to town to do anything without telling me you're coming. Definitely. Definitely. Looking forward to it. Thank you, sir. Thank welcome. you both for putting me on. Well, we appreciate Pleasure. it. Pleasure having you, man. Thank you, man. All right. And the answer to the question going through your head right now is yes. We have more. We'll be right back. It is out back again, the approach shot. John Ashton with Neil Michaels, Jeff Tracy, Cowboy Cook. Uh, one of his many monikers. He's got a lot more, and we will get into those again before the show is over. But right now it is time for Neil's six pack. 
And it is brought to you by Arnold Palmer Spike. Go to arnoldpalmerspike.com slash approach to find a retailer near you. Don't forget the approach part. See, it's on the bottom of the screen if you're watching, um, because that's how we get credit and we get paid. Uh, also, the stuff is really good. It's the perfect blend of iced tea, lemonade, and 5% ABV. That's why it's so good. Yeah. Jeff Tracy, we have a six-pack of questions for you. We're going to fire them off. First thing that comes to mind, all right? All right. Sounds good. Question one, Jeff, with all of the things you do, what is the one thing you can't live without on a daily basis? Cooking. Hmm. Man is is intense. The man knows exactly. That's succinct. We should we should have Jeff teach some of our other the guests. That's the answer. <laughs> All right, Jeff, show off. <laughs> the catering genie grants you the opportunity to barbecue for any one person or any one group. Who are you making ribs for? A, a group, as far as an organization, or just a group of people. A group, an organization, or a single person. You decide. Um, probably uh, like Robert Duvall and Kevin Cosner and um, maybe Tommy Lee Jones if he's not cranky that day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure based on everything we have known about you in the last 30 minutes that you just said some organization, kids, old people. Nope. Three, those are those are three completely out of the blue answers. Why those three? Um, well, Kevin, I worked on Kevin's movie, The Postman. I was one of the bad guys in that, and uh, got to talk to him a number of times, and you know that was cool. Um, Robert Duvall, I just he really kind of came along as an actor in those last westerns he did. Um, besides. Lonesome Dove, of course, that's really what put him on the map, you know, mm -hmm. did Joe Kidd and stuff like that before. But after that, but he, you know, um, he did several, several Westerns, kind of, he called it his trilogy. And Tommy Lee Jones, I just, I liked him as an actor a lot. Uh, I never got to interview him. I just thought he maybe was always, he seemed to be kind of cranky. So maybe if I gave him some good ribs, he wouldn't be cranky. I don't know. <laughs> he certainly, certainly would be in a better mood after some of your ribs, for sure. Yeah. Question three. Would you rather be recognized as a great cook or as a great golfer? Oh, hell, it's never going to be a great golfer. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's not going to work. So it's going to have to be the great cook part. <laughs> All right. Question four. What is your favorite golf word or golf phrase? Can we swear on this show? <laughs> sure. Well, PG-13 swearing. <laughs> okay. I told somebody the other day that I was fluent in two languages. When I drank too much, I spoke Navajo. And when I golfed poorly, I spoke golf. And so, you know, that got a kick of that. Um, I think... I think when you're playing with somebody and you're having a bad day and they finally say, well, he's back, you know, because you finally hit a good shot and they, he's back like that. I, I, yeah. That kind of, 
that's kind of might as well just give him the finger or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> True. I should add to the question or favorite visual. <laughs> favorite visual, little hand signal there. You know? <laughs> All right. Question five. You, sir, have been a successful chef, a lifelong golfer, a radio and television personality. Congratulations. You have now won the official approach shot lottery and can do anything you want, but only one thing. What would it be? Play around at Augusta. Well, that would be you know one day and then you'd be done. So you apparently don't have... It's not a lifelong thing that well, make a member at Augusta then if I won the lottery. Oh, there you go. Member at Augusta. Yeah. And with the jet to get me back and forth from Portland to Augusta. <laughs> I didn't realize we were giving you the jet, but I guess that would be part of it. Yes. That's going to be in the package, you know, type thing. <laughs> right. When, you won the lottery. Clearly, the, the jet is the first thing you get. When did we get this approach shot lottery, though? Why did I hear about this? <laughs> well, I, you know, I. I think I sent you an email about it, John, but it must have bounced. It must have. <laughs> it must have. It's like the last check you sent me. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> John, you better talk to him after the show today and figure out what's going on there. I'm sorry. <laughs> we must have a bad connection. <laughs> Jeff, question six, and we ask this of everybody who comes on the show because we are the approach shot. In your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? Trying to be nice to other people. Trying to be, you know, sincere and be nice to them. Treat them with respect. So that's, I try. I, I, I confess I have not always been able to accomplish that in my life, but it is something that I constantly work on is to try to treat people with respect um, and listen to them when they're talking, you know, listen to what they have to say. Very Excellent. Cool. Very nice. Yeah. Jeff Tracy, Cowboy Cook, you are off the hot seat. Well done, sir. Hey. Yeah, yeah. you think the ribs were the only thing that were getting heated today. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I don't have to go get my tux, you know, like that. That's right. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> had a had a real quick. When I was living in Atlanta, I did a favor for an older gentleman. I was uh, working with a, a, a electronics company, and he had a problem with an installation at his home. So I went over and I basically I te- taught him how to use the remotes. Sure. And because uh, he was old and didn't get them, and he he was thanking me as we walked back out to my car, and he saw my golf clubs in the back, and he said, "You play golf." And I said, yeah. And he said, well, listen, you've been such a help. You need to come play golf with me at my club. And I was like, yeah, great. Where do you, where, where, where's your club? He said, Augusta National. <laughs> and I went, did you? No. Ah, no, because, because I, I paid, I played so badly. I, they, I, I did not want to, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do the game I had at that time at that place. I just wouldn't have felt right about it. So so when, when we do the six-pack of questions for you, I don't have to ask your biggest regret. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, no, actually, you know me well enough to know that's not my biggest. That's true. <laughs> Getting, doing this show with me is the biggest. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jeff. Yes. Jeff, how about some shameless self-promotion? How do people find you? And, and uh, we've talked about it a bit, but let's hear it out. Let's hear you tell them. Well, it, it's... It's pretty simple um, because I do have several websites. 
if they if you just want to email me it's just info at the cowboycook.com your graphic here you need to put t-a-t-e before the cowboy cook um, he's the one that got our v because <laughs> we don't have a v for the approach shot oh that's true we, we don't the v. yeah got to put the v in there but just the cat or the cowboycook.com and just info at or you can send it to me directly jeff at the cowboycook.com and they those all come directly to me and i try to answer every one of them um but you've got the cowboycook.com website you've got grilling at the green.net and you've got barbecue nation jt no slash no hyphen no nothing just barbecue nation jt.com and all of those if you send emails will come into my office they go to other people's too but i look at every one of them so um and you know if you're asking me if i can achieve world peace through barbecue i usually say no but uh other than that i'll try to answer every question <laughs> and what if people want to hear the show the, the shows um, you, can, you can go on well the the i can't give you the list of stations because i don't know them all off the top of my head sure but the podcast versions which are just the shows basically without the commercials um, you can go to any of your platforms. We're on 33 different platforms or 35 or something. I, a lot, a lot. But if you want to go to Captivate or SoundCloud or the Apple stuff, uh, you know, iTunes, any of that, you can find Barbecue Nation. It's just BBQ Nation. There's another show out there that kind of coattailed off me and used part of our name and their title, but the the real show is barbecue nation um and you can find them there and they're all over the place so and the same with grilling at the green there it's all on the same platform so um, and, and you can you can turn into uh uh am860 the answer and stream at the shows there here in portland on saturday afternoon pacific time from they go from two to five and you can stream them if you want to listen to that, if you want to listen to all the commercials, too. I don't know too many people that want to do that, but it's possible. So it's it's we're pretty easy to find out there. Very cool. Yeah. Jeff Tracy, thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. I've had a really good time with it. I'm glad. It's, next time you're going to have to cook. I, you know what? We can do that because um, we are. I will tell you this about golf, you guys. We're, we're going to film starting next month some uh, golf cooking segments that will be on, uh, and I'm working with Ryan Ballingy over at Golf uh, Newsnet, and it'll be on Hulu, Amazon, and Apple TV. Wow. So, so we'll have um, uh, just me kind of fine-tuning some stuff for golfers, because when golfers come back from the course, they don't have a lot of time and they're tired or... Sure whatever but these will be quick things that you can grill up and have some fun with if you're going to have the guys over or you, you know couples or whatever it'll be good so we're gonna we're gonna finally be filming some of those next month and we'll get them out there a little later this fall fantastic well i'll yeah. tell you what s send us a segment or two and we'll run it here you got it it's not a problem i'll yeah. always be willing to i won't give you any golf tips because that's yeah, yeah. But I'll give you all the We heard. We heard, Jeff. Yeah. 
We wouldn't have taken them anyhow. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, it's, it's good. And you're wise to say that, John. Wise to say that. I, I have never wanted to leave an interview more than I want to leave now because I'm dying. I'm dying. I got to go get some barbecue. It, it's time to eat. I, I was. I have a. I have a. Uh, I'm Eastern time. I have a five o'clock appointment at a restaurant. So there you go. There you go. I'm out of here. What's and the chance you're going to have a salad? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Tracy, thank you so much for spending time with us here on the Info Shop. You got it. Thanks, John. Thanks, Neil. I appreciate it. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day... Your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.